From WBHM News, I'm Andrew Yeager. Across the region, parent organizations have been leading efforts to ban books they believe are inappropriate for children and teens. But libraries and bookstores are pushing back as they celebrate Banned Books Week. From the Gulf States Newsroom, Drew Hawkins and Maya Miller report. The bandwagon has officially arrived at Baldwin & Co., a black-owned bookstore in the Treme in New Orleans. And the crowd is pumped. More than 200 third and fifth graders from schools across the city are here for the Unbanned Book Festival. The event is part of National Banned Books Week and includes readings from authors like Ani DeFranco. But the real scene stealer here is the bandwagon. Is this an ice cream truck for banned books? It's an ice cream truck for banned books. Carly Gorga is with Penguin Random House, the publisher partner with literacy organizations for a banned books road trip across the South. There's a menu of 12 books to choose from. Which ones do you seem to be most popular based on the previous stops? I Am Jazz and The Bluest Eye have been the most popular, which is interesting. Sort of different ends of the spectrum. That picture book about a child transitioning and Toni Morrison's first novel are some of the most frequently challenged books in the U.S. Book bans have been on the rise in recent years, especially in schools. PEN America reported that more than 3,300 books were banned during the last school year. But by the bandwagon in New Orleans, people are lined up around the block to get copies. Kids like Ryan Vitry, who's here with his dad. He actually skipped school to be here, but don't tell anybody. Ryan is getting a copy of Pride, a picture book about the history of the Pride flag. Um, I have three moms, so that's important to me. I think that everybody should be able to read them. In Louisiana, just challenging a book can get it pulled from library shelves. And the leading candidate for governor in the state has set up a tip line to report librarians and teachers who connect children with books that are quote-unquote inappropriate. Yeah, and here in Mississippi, there's a state law that requires all content in libraries to be checked to make sure it falls in line with certain standards. So to avoid fines and possibly jail time, libraries are putting age limits on things like ebooks and audiobooks because there's no way to vet them all. And Maya, you went to an event for Banned Books Week in Mississippi. What was that like? Well, Drew, I went to a library at the Mississippi University for Women in Columbus, and I hung out with a couple of librarians. Okay, so not so much kids running around yelling, more like some shushing happening. (laughs) Um, Not quite, but we were there for an ACLU meeting and a panel on the state of banned books. In particular, in the Deep South, a lot of the books that are being targeted are centered on themes of race and racism, sex or violence. But we've also seen this real focus on LGBTQ plus themes, and that really hits hard for Mo Moore. She works at the library, and she's also trans. She says that growing up, I never saw a black trans woman in a book. I never saw a black trans woman on TV. If we were, like we were seen as the butt of a joke or we were seen as murder victims. For more, making queer books accessible is about saving lives. Trans kids have one of the highest rates of suicide. It is not a joke. These representations are not just about books. It's about helping kids, making sure that they're healthy and happy. So Mississippi and Louisiana have seen a steady flow of challenges in recent years, but it spiked in Alabama this year. 
Yeah, and Alabama librarians have a lot more control. They aren't really required to do anything if there are complaints. Some lawmakers want to change that, which could open the door to more books being challenged. In a radio interview earlier this week, Alabama's Republican Party chairman John Wall said he wants to try to hold libraries legally liable for content they're carrying. Yeah, they're abusing their status here and putting explicit sexual material in front of children in children's sections. That's the problem. For context, Wall also sits on the state's Public Library Service Board. So, Maya, I guess it's safe to say that efforts to ban books in the Gulf South aren't going away anytime soon. Yeah, and librarians and educators are standing by to make sure young people continue to have access. For the Gulf States Newsroom, I'm Maya Miller. And I'm Drew Hawkins. The Gulf States Newsroom is a collaboration among public media stations in Mississippi, Louisiana, and Alabama.